I want to just chat into something here. Okay, advertising is a performance representing substance, service, a product, and it can be incredibly impressive. It can make an impression, so much so that the person or people who are impressed <clears throat> seek out the service or the product. <clears throat> they are convinced, persuaded, that they need or want or are curious about this thing, okay, or this, uh, this event, this opportunity, <clears throat> this idea. Okay. So you want the substance to be well represented. You want that advertisement to reflect well what you're going to get when you get to the substance. Okay? I came into a commercial in the middle of the commercial and there was a husband that was wowed by something. And then a wife that was wowed as well. And then someone came to their door and handed them something. It was a detergent commercial. I went, oh, huh. And they said, the most intense flavor. Nothing against them, okay? Nothing against them. But because I hit the commercial at the moment where the guy was, wow, and I didn't know what the commercial was about, I wondered, what, what is that wow? What's he so wowed about? And I was surprised that it was a green container of detergent. Last night, I saw a performer, singer, never heard of him. He was helping other performers, just helping them with how to perform. And I was mesmerized by something. I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was or something about his presentation couldn't tell about him but I could tell something about his presentation so the next day I saw that he was going to be on television again and I really wanted to see what it was I wanted to watch what is this gifting that I'm witnessing what am I an audience too. His presentation was like an advertisement. And I wondered, what is that substance? Right? Sometimes when you meet people, you go, who is that? Who are you? Because you're impressed, okay, by their presentation. Separately. It was a politician that was speaking in what some people might consider platitudes. 
and I have a relative who was saying, you know, they all do that. Yip, yip, yap, yap, you know. They all say stuff because they want to get elected, you know, so they're going to say what people want to hear. And I said, you know, I feel like there are people who don't just skirt difficulty, but they have substance. And so they do speak wisely because if they say, you know, I love or despise the current leader or this decision or that decision was ridiculous, you know, if they talk in that way, there are whole swaths of the country that may misunderstand what they're saying. And so politicians are people people, right? Politics is about the polity, the the polls, the people. Not P-O-L-L-S, but like P-O-L, the, the, the folks. So in wanting to do good for the folks, their survival, some of them, their survival is about wisely saying things so that they can communicate substance to the greatest number of people, right? Circumspectly walking, so to speak. Discerning, right? Their words, being discreet. And there are people, quite frankly, who buck that. It's exactly what they think and end up resonating to a great number of people, not on the surface, but in a deep way, because so many people would love to feel free to say what they really think. So although they might be offending a lot of people, right, losing audience, there's a, a greater or deeper draw, pull, uh, impression, because they're advertising a deeper need or a greater desire, which is to be free of all of these shackles of being PC or, right? So in that way, the politicians in the last election who did that, there were two of them that I can think of off the top of my head, off, yeah, in the moment. And they were known for being what some people called authentic, whether or not Everybody agrees with that. The people who really believed that really believed it. The substance of their politics, right, is in their record, right, is in their schedules, their agenda, is in their heart, right, is in their intention, what they're trying to do. But what they presented was their advertisement. So I got to see this other performer tonight, watched them again. And in chatting with my relative, I said, you know, I see something for artists. Years ago, I said to God, God, give me the artists. Not literally give them to me, but I mean, give me, give me your heart for the artists, right? There are several different groups that I've prayed for. The artists are people that I've sought God's will concerning. And 
These are people full of gift. These are vessels of gift. And I could see them with such substance, even though the work of being an artist is to offer a presentation, right? To get on a stage and whatever's going on backstage or whatever right happened with the washing machine, you know, whatever sort of day-to-day stuff you are dealing with, you give this presentation. And it's considered art, right? Whatever happens with you and your easel, when you're finished, you present this work to the public, right? What you do and your homework, and that's between you and, you know, your gifting, but what you're going to bring out and sell, right? What you're going to advertise are those pieces. And so many artists have suffered and struggled in that backstage, in that day-to-day living while giving these performances. I even think of ministry. You know, I was uh, entering into another level of ministry and uh, seeing things for people, and someone said to me, good, good, great things for them, and someone said, well, now you've got to take it too. You know, you've got to receive all that yum as well and not just give it out to others. And I deeply believe that. Now, interestingly, things like Sabbath and rest and breathing, that's just stuff that I love to do. And yet in the last season of my life, (laughs) I have not done a ton of, you know, retreat house weekend, you know, uh, long walks, you know, hour-long walks in the woods. And, I mean, just things, you know, laying by the fireplace, stuff that I'm into. Um, haven't had a ton of it. Uh, but because I believe in it deeply and agree with that word, you've got to have the substance of the gift that you want to present for people to take hold of. Even though I really don't have some of the material or or physical stuff of which today I'm preaching um, because of my schedule, it's there. And the connection to it, right, is deeper the pull, the draw, the reality is not in this kind of um, physical evidence, but an infusion of rest and Sabbath and breathing in the midst of so many things going on. So many things going on. And I have thought, and I've said out loud, I've prayed, I've shared, I've giggled, I've, I've really cried out, Lord, this is a lot. <laughs> Father God, this is a lot. This is a lot, Lord. This 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 is a lot. And I've wondered, you know, given who I am and how I have been made by you, why I wouldn't be enjoying sort of the poster child experience of what I 
do some speaking about. The difference between that, that poster child experience, that anyone and their, you know, buddy could go, oh yeah, there it is, I can see it right there. And what's been happening with me, where it's being infused in a lot going on, is kind of the difference between Sabbath on Sunday for an hour or two or three or four or five, depending upon your church culture, and a life of Sabbath, a life of rest, entering into the rest of God. It might not look like rest to me even. My, you know, sitting by the beach or listening to the music or whatever, you know, whatever my picture is, is not as deep, is not as comprehensive as I'm actually experiencing it, where things are going on and I've got peace. Where there is a lot of activity and I am experiencing rest. Where there are several dips, I'm hearing of this and that and other, and I've got joy. Where I've had some contentions here. Invitations to believe otherwise. And I know I'm righteous in Christ. It's true. Not just a mantra. Not just a journal entry. I'm literally OJT on the job training. I'm literally living it, right? Imagine something, um, imagine a statue getting life and you, right, and you animate, you move your limbs and your extremities and your, you know, your torso and your head and, oh, filled with the Spirit, not just touched by the Spirit, where your presentation is evidenced not necessarily on the surface, but resonates deeply with those you speak with because your life circumstance that would tend to speak another message is in fact clearly to those who are deeply listening, saying, uh, Jesus is Lord. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would have to say, <laughs> I would conclude looking at that or, you know, listening to that or sensing that, that, wow, Jesus is your Lord, huh? Isn't that powerful? One quick example. Uh, is how many people uh, have been walking through it. And meaning, when I say walking through it, how many people have had, you know, difficult seasons. And I hold a hope for them that is not unrealistic. It's just the opposite. It's believing in a breakthrough that their reality will meet God's best intention for them and they will experience difference 
have an, um, an experience of that happening just in the last week. Someone was facing the no joke, okay? And uh, the Lord put me in a place to speak to them in that space. And they saw the goodness of God in the land of the living. They saw it. They saw it. They witnessed it. And I got to witness them go from here to there. So the hope that I have for, you know, the whole wide net of people who've been walking through in this instance, this is one example I watched that goodness come through for them and happen to them. Praise you, Jesus. It was a faith-building moment for them and for me. And it was a beautiful Unfolding, not just in time, in all kinds of ways. It's a beautiful unfolding. Okay. I have uh, known a, a person or two who has had a great deal of um, responsibility, okay? And then I've known them personally and seen their wrestle, right? And what's beautiful is on the surface, thinking of one in particular, they truly might look like mm, that substance is not anywhere connected to that performance, to that advertisement, to that presentation, to that impression, to that mm, position, to that responsibility, to that scope. And yet... with a little time and a little help from the Holy Spirit, a revelation came to me and I, oh my goodness, I see it, Lord. I see you. I see the perfection of them in this place. And I see your outworking to the full effect for the purposes that you have for them with all of these people. Wow, that's amazing. That's the kingdom, right? He chose a boy to be king. He had substance. He had substance. Jesus said, greater things will you do. And he said, the way do you get much is to be faithful 
and little, and here's this kid who had just a few sheep. And he was ready for Goliath when Goliath came because when the bear came, he didn't say to the sheep, gosh, this is a rough day for you, buddy. That's a bear. And when the lion came, he didn't say, how many can I afford to lose? And who can I carry with me to get away from this thing? He said, oh, I don't think so. Those are my sheep. Just a few out in the field from what we hear other people say about him. Not so much, you know. Not, not much to think of this guy. And yet the Lord said, okay, there's substance. There's somebody after my own heart. And what is that which moves him? It's the heart. Have you got heart? Earnest is a great word. Yeah, earnest is a good word. But mm-hmm. Okay. Praise you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. When we say love without pretense, yeah, a love in sincerity, it's a it's a love in all earnestness. Not earnest like you're sweating and striving. But God says, love me with all of your heart, mind, soul, body, and strength. Right? With all your might. Right? There is a buy-in. There's a full giving of your all, a surrendering all, a believing with your all. And, and that activity, that contentment, right, with being all about whatever is great treasure in God's eyes. It's full of substance. And in a way, it denies the whole world so that you can be true And so then God can put you anywhere. Now, your documentable results, your, you know, your, your presentation, your advertisement, your, even your fair, what is it, your midland, your middle, you know, you've got the presentation and obviously you have the substance, but that middle stuff, all, all sorts of stuff might not look like it ought to look. In fact, so often in the kingdom, it's the way it is. We get surprised by what God's done because we didn't see it coming. They said about Jesus, well, now, isn't that, isn't that Mary and Joseph's son? Isn't that, wait a minute, that's the carpenter's son. What do you mean? Hey, wait a minute, David's my brother, you know? That kid. What God is doing is about his seed. In good soil. Rooted. 
giving ground and with time and patience, right, with perseverance and faith, with trust, literally the soil cleaving to that seed over time through seasons where the adventure is, you know, your boat is up in the air, your boat seems to be under the water and, you know, you're off to the left, whoa, off to the right, whoa, you know. It's quite the journey, but the cleaving to that seed, bearing fruit with results that are eternal. I was watching the artist, and he was talking about fear. And my relative and I were talking about how so many uh, speakers that we know have had so much practice. And some of them I've seen in their early days. I've got, gotten to see them before they'd sort of honed a craft or before they were in sort of a full flower of their anointing um, or before they'd had experience before people, in front of people, um, kind of a rawness of their gift. And I was telling my relative that I love to see someone who is a person of God's word with all sorts of things. You know, that person has such anointing and then that person is so disciplined and then that person is really funny and that person's a storyteller and, you know, there are these different ingredients, flavors, seasonings to it. But the word is what I get off of them when they communicate. And this is a hunger and a thirst of my own soul for artists, for everyone, but as I speak about this particular group, um, that they have confidence, right? Confidence is trust, that they have the trust. The trust is the cleaving to, is the, the faith in, is the voting for this word, this truth. Oh my, given however their vessels are put together, you know, to perform, to give the advertisement, to offer the performance, right, to make the impression, oh my, what substance can come through? Wow right? What light can get out to the masses? And this is very much in line with my work with Emotional Health Colorado, this interest in core to poor alignment, alignment, harmony, accord, getting in line from your very core, your innermost, to your pores, out to the outermost of who you are and out into the world. When I think of artists and what that 
is for them when their fearlessness comes from those substantial moments with God and they're convinced, you know, he's faithful, he's true, he loves them, he's, uh, he's good, he's holy, he's able, he's active, he's victorious, um, he's aware, he's on the job, you know, whatever, all of these yum, all this scripture, right, all these verses, all this life, just how that would look as they create 